are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Locked On Spurs. Uh, This is uh, part two of a two-part conversation I had with San Antonio sports reporter Casey Vieira. What you're about to listen to is the conclusion of our discussion regarding the Spurs going 2-7 and seven at their nine-game homestand. And yes, they played Denver tonight, uh, but we're taking a look back at what went wrong and what went right. So you're picking up um, pretty much we're about to segue into what went right, if there was anything uh, during the uh, Spurs' not-so-great performance in San Antonio. Again, if you missed part one, simply just where we found this with Spotify, iTunes, just go back an episode. You'll see, it'll see, clearly say part one. So this is part two. Enjoy it. And uh, thanks for listening to Lockdown Spurs. This episode of Lockdown Spurs is brought to you by Michelob Ultra. At only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Stay tuned for the Ultra Player of the Week coming up later in the episode. I mean, what are we calling wins? You know what I mean? What are we calling wins? Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think, again, it depends on, on your perspective of what you call a win. Is a win a good game out of Calvin Johnson to negate how yeah. much he struggled on this? Yeah. Is a win out of this. Uh, Derek White the other day hitting, what he hit, eight threes, seven threes in that game. Yeah. Is that a win to make up for the fact that he was part of a backcourt that got blown up last night? I, no. No, yeah. I don't. I don't see how any real real i guess silver lining if you want to call that real true silver lining came out of this and and, and here's here's my thing and and here's the reason i'm like i'm like when i watch these guys when i watch how this all went down over the over the over the past nine games is that if they were losing these close games to brooklyn Mm -hmm. philly utah the not the presently constructed Lakers, but the healthy Lakers. Mm-hmm. And they're losing these games in overtime. Mm-hmm. And they're and you know, and they're fighting down the stretch. I'm like, okay, it sucks, but you live with it. These guys are better than them. You know, they're the Lakers are a better team than them. The Jazz are a better team. Brooklyn, Philly, these are all better teams than they're competing. You just want to compete. They're getting whacked by teams that aren't even trying to win. I mean, Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland has been. Cleveland <laughs> this season again, and and they were laughing. They were laughing. They had that look. I tweeted this. I tweeted this last night. I said, "How many times do you see a team walk into San Antonio and have this look, laughing that it's too easy?" Darius yeah. Garland gets an and one. He's laughing. It's too easy. It's too easy. Teams yeah. like Cleveland, teams like the Clippers, with, with a, a trade deadline ravaged Kawhi on short rest Clippers that has eight guys in uniform. Paul George puts up a clink, a clunker, you know, Reggie Jackson in turn drops 28. They should be beating teams like that. They should be beating. They should be beating a team uh, like Charlotte that just loses LaMelo ball. They should be beating another team, a Pacers team. That's kind of leaning towards that, that rebuild tank phase after dealing all their guys, but three starters are out. If these are teams that they should not be losing to, let alone getting blown out. Like they did the other day, getting blown out. Uh, I'm, Look, I'm losing track. Would, I'm losing would, track. Would, yeah, that's would, why I'm frustrated. Would this be these are teams? These, these are teams they should be beating. Yeah, is, is this a win? They, maybe to get a move up the draft a little bit more. I mean, that could there be a win go. right there. There you go. That's that's the win. That's the win. Yeah. All right. <laughs> hey Casey, uh, give me a two, 
Casey, give me two seconds, okay? I got to put you on pause real fast. Yeah. Am I taking it in or are you taking it in? I'm taking it in. You take it in. Yeah. Yeah. Two and one. Yeah. Yeah. The draft. And hey, look, if it goes that far to where they have to just, you know, they're in that draft lottery again, so be it. I mean, this this team needs a a spark plug, you know, something to get them going in the right direction. And speaking of spark plugs too, they have no rest time. That whatever is ailing them right now, physically, mentally, they cannot dwell on it. It's no. every other day, or if not a back-to-back, like we're going to see in a few days. That's going to mm-hmm. happen to San Antonio. Uh, mm-hmm. I believe it was Rudy Gay who said after the game versus Cleveland, saying there's no time for a recharge. Popovich said nope. um, they're going to have to just, just plow through it, and, and that's all they can do. I, I, I you know, We were talking about what, what, if anything is positive that came out of this. I think if anything, it's, it's teaching these kids a lesson. The young guys, your Keldons, your, your, your Lonnie's, your right. Vassell's. Like, this is the NBA Keldon. It wasn't controlled environment like you experienced in the bubble. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin, you know, this is going to benefit you tremendously down the road. Um, yeah. the way you learned your rookie season, this crazy uh, season where it's every other day. So, um, And Popovich is forced to play him. Although, in my opinion, I think he should play him more. But right, uh, because he brings value to that court on both ends ends, ends of the floor. But I, I think that could be a silver lining right there is the 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 speed at which these young guys are going to develop maybe can trend faster and maybe they'll get over that hump. Or you know, you're seeing it right now with Dejounte, but he's been in the league already for a while now. So yeah, logically he would, should be at this point right now. But I think this will help Lonnie and and Trey Jones to to a certain degree, Luca. As well, I mean, you know, he hasn't been playing that that great whenever he does get minutes, but it's going to help these guys, and I think that could be a silver lining right now. They're learning that in the NBA, you have to bring it every day, every day, and nobody's going to feel sorry for you. It is what it is, and you're getting paid millions and millions of dollars to play a game for a living. So this is what you maybe have to their heads endure. got a little. Maybe those young guys, their heads got a little big. You, you know what? I was just about to ask you that. It's funny you say that, and, and not in so many words, but just asking you if that early success they saw in the season did give them a false sense of confidence or a false sense of, it might've, you know, you know, do you think that, that is a big thing right now? Maybe. I mean, uh, <laughs> it might be, uh, yeah. it's probably as fair enough as suggestion as we try to find answers with everything else. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. I could definitely see it happening because I mean, they were, they were looking really good. They yeah, were looking they, like they, a top four. They were looking like a top four team in the West. Yeah, they, they were. were. You, we were on the show saying, you know, when they had that early success, saying they exceeded expectations. Maybe mm-hmm. that's what happened. They exceeded expectations. And they're coming back down mm-hmm. to earth. They're just that Charlotte. Back. I think it was. I think it was the day we we recorded prior to that Charlotte game. I think I went into that saying because the because the, the the Clippers came up in conversation. I think I said something to the effect of if they stay healthy they can be and if they can stay healthy and the Lakers stay in that four five spot and were to face Utah in the second round and assuming they didn't have to face the lick the the Lakers in that four mm-hmm. five game the path seemed like it was there to go to the Western Conference Finals sure, because it really was I had I had really a hard time believing aside from Denver that there was a gap between the Spurs and Phoenix uh, Phoenix, Dallas, Portland, who am I forgetting? The Clippers. Mm-hmm. I, I had a hard time believing that the, that there was a gap there. 
And so much of the West this year is matchup based, matchup oriented. So I was like, listen, I don't see how this is too crazy to say. I really don't. Uh, especially the way they were playing going into that homestand. I'm like, all right, yeah. cool. You, you, you're, you're facing a, a largely, largely favorable schedule. You have the Clippers on a back-to-back, so you know Kawhi is probably not playing one of those nights. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, let's go. Let's set up some ground. Let's let's separate. Let's separate a little bit from that seventh spot. And after that, I mean, they've they've gone. That was right before the homestand, so you can blame me. They've gone two and seven, <laughs> two and seven since I said that. So hey, you're hey, welcome. You, you, you've been having fun on social media with fans asking like, what has been the worst loss this season? What is the consensus? Is it that Cleveland game? Is it that that Clippers destruction that the LA handed Sancho? What a, what a Spurs fan's been saying has been the worst loss so far. At 2.6 carbs and 95 calories, it's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy creates success. Enjoyment isn't the end of the game. It's the whole game. And those are the th- words and the phrases that Michelob Ultra wants you to know uh, about their product. It is a great uh, adult beverage. Uh, it's great if you're just sitting around watching the Spurs game or watching just any sports. You want to grab yourself a Michelob Ultra right now. And that brings us to the Michelob Ultra Player of the Week. You got to give it to the big man, Yaka Pertle. Uh, he's been a double-double machine. Um, been doing it on the glass. Been doing it offensively. Really, uh, you know, turning around a, a bad start to uh, the season into becoming a very important uh, player for the Spurs uh, right now. And um, he's kind of been one of the more consistent uh, players of late. So, Gakapurto, he gets the Ultra Player of the Week. And just like Michelob Ultra, are you happy because you win or do you win because you're happy? I'd like to thank Michelob Ultra for sponsoring this episode of Locked on Spurs. It, it keeps getting replaced one after another. I swear. Yeah, are we at that point? Are we really at that point now? I think, honestly, I think the Pacers' loss probably was was the worst on this homestand. I think it was probably yeah, the worst yeah. on this homestand. Yeah, you had because uh, um, right, no right, Sabonis, no Brogdon, mm-hmm, no Brogdon, off a of back to back team on the yeah. road. Uh, Cleveland, of course. The Pacers still are, are a better team than 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 Cleveland, um, but the only reason I say that might be the difference was because I thought that Pacers loss was really a deflating tone setting loss, and that that was a fight between the two teams. Uh, that 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 was that I mean, it was a good game. It was a good game to watch. Mm-hmm. Overtime game, real intense game. But the loser of that, I could see that being a real gut punch, especially for. Um, you know, the situation that the Spurs were in already taking heat at that time, going two and five on the homestand, mm-hmm. like, okay, you know what? Got a good matchup. Let's close out, take care of Indy and then beat Cleveland. We're four and five on this homestand, whatever. We lose the game back from where we were. You just make, you just, you just keep moving on. And then I think that game was just a morale, a butt punch that just really just kind of knocked them, just knocked them on their butts. And then, Last night against Cleveland, I think that was an after effect of it. Um, and yeah, right now, yeah, to go back to that original <laughs> question that, that that you had, a lot of people were hung up on that that, that Houston game day after day or two after. Yeah, that, that, I think that was that was a bad one. That was a bad one. That should have never ever ever. No, happened. it shouldn't. But my only Man. thing with that was that yeah, my only thing with that was that 
Yeah, that was that was definitely a team they should not have lost to. But keep in mind, they were Rockets were playing okay at that time, and there's still a lot of basketball left to go. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That, that's still very early. What were we like two weeks into the year when the Harden stuff went down? Yeah. So I mean, there's still a lot of basketball left to go. Now they're in a, a pressure packed spot. The, the going into that indie game at two and five at that point in the homestand losing ground rapidly in the Western conference. It's a stop the bleeding kind of game. Just get back on track and they throw up a clunker and they lose to, to, to that, that Pacers. Team. Yeah. That's the only reason I thought it was worse. I thought it was worse. And I think yeah. that's the type of loss that I think that's the type of loss that could really lead to something bigger. I really do. I really, really do, but we'll see. Yeah. And look, um, I'll, I'll, I'll try to be the uh, silver lining guy right now. Do it. You always the, are. The, the, the schedule is, in my opinion, is a big excuse. It is a big factor, as Pop says. I think that is huge right now. Uh, I think the lack of practice as well for a, a relatively young team is hurting them. Um, I, I think the COVID situation, maybe we're, seeing, maybe we're seeing the ripple effects of it and the fact that this team has not been at 100% strength at all. It's either Keldon's out or Derek's out or he re-injures or DeMar has personal issues. And then the LMA situation is he's out. That's some of the body you don't have until he left officially. Um, then you have, um, you know, DeJounte sitting out a game here and there. So I, I think to, to find, you know, I would love to see this team at 100% strength, but even at 100% strength. Oh, and by the way, and then the new guy, uh, Jang, he's out to start his uh, time yeah. in San Antonio. And that then he novelty gets back. wore off fast. Yeah, <laughs> fast. And then he's back. And then, you know, we saw glimpses of what he could do. He had a three-point shot. Looks good. But you still, the jury's out on how he's going to mesh. So you have all these moving parts, these these, these ripple effects of the, of the season and, and, and the virus. And you're seeing it right now. But at the end of the day, I think even, even if, Casey, even if things were 100%, they, no COVID, you know, DeMar had no personal issues to deal with, and the team is 100% healthy from the beginning of the season. Do you think we're singing a different tune right now? No. No? I don't. Uh, well, Maybe a few more wins? Well, hold on. I, I felt like you went a, a few different places right there. Okay. I think at the start, you know, you want to use the sense of the start of the season. I think it's a different conversation. Uh, the COVID stuff is a different it, and, and like I said, like I said before, I think the COVID stuff is a very is their their most concrete defense of why this has happened because it's it's the numbers are there visibly it 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 looks like those guys have been struggling or have been largely inconsistent. I think that's their biggest defense. But my thing is that they're not the yeah they're not the only team that that that's going through injuries right now. They're not the only team that's playing this condensed schedule right now. This streak, this losing streak did not happen on the road. If this was two and seven on the road, I would be like, okay, like I, I, you know, I get it. I get it. They were at home for two and a half, three weeks. So at a certain, at a certain point, it's like, what, 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 I don't want to say we're looking for, and I'm not, and I'm not saying you're looking for excuses. You're a silver, you're a silver lining guy. You, you, you said that. So I'm cool with you in yeah. that regard, but, but what's the next excuse or, yeah. or I guess rationale to not say, to not put such a negative spin on it. What's the next rationale for it? When they go out and we'll they get swept by soon. Denver. <laughs> yeah. They go out, they get swept by Denver. They go, or they go one in four on that road trip. What's the rationale for it then? 
the schedule. Yeah. Denver's Probably, playing a back to yeah. back too. Probably Denver's Denver. playing a back to back. Yeah. Yeah. So, and you just came off a, a, a nine game home stand. So we're, we're going to keep going back to that. We're going to, that, yeah. that's how we're going to do it. We're going to, it, it's one thing. There's two arguments, I think, with the schedule. There's two, there's two aspects to take. If you want to take, or two stances, I should say. If you want to take the stance that the, t- that the schedule's tough from the standpoint that they're playing really good teams, which is true, and they're at a disadvantage in that, which is, again, true, I think that's perfectly concrete. That's fair. Mm-hmm. If you're taking the, scant- the stance with the schedule stuff, that it's that it's condensed and there's too many games and, and too short a time and less time to the less time to, to practice and rest up. I'm not buying that because yeah. they're not the only team with injuries. They're not mm-hmm. the only team playing a condensed schedule. Everybody is. Everybody's playing these games right now where it's one day on one day, off, one day on one day off. That's everybody. So we're going to do we're, we're going to go back to that consistently. Yeah. And, and, and for what it's worth. Well, actually, I'm not going to get into that because I was going to I was going to say half these guys have young legs, but but they haven't been playing major minutes anyways. So I, I, I feel like giving it to the vets. Yeah, I feel like I should be uh, presenting you. I, I feel like I should be presenting you the burn book right now from Mean Girls. <laughs> yeah. I saw you tweeted that last yeah. night. Man. That was good. Mean Girls. Mean Girls, right? Yeah, Mean Girls. Yeah, yeah. I really. Yeah, I think all Spurs fans need to put their entry in the in the burn book. I mean, it's, it's to that point now where everybody just wants to vent. And um, and rightfully so, because this team has not been playing well. And, you know, I, I see both sides of it. I see, I definitely see your side and it's 100% valid. And, you know, then you see the other side of it. Like, yeah, there are extenuating factors that are contributing to this, these issues. But um, part of me thinks that they just came back down to earth. How many times in past I mean, NBA seasons yeah, yeah. have we seen other teams start off mm-hmm. hot, hot, and mm-hmm. then kind of settle down as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. That may have been what the Spurs were doing. Remember when the Spurs were, you know, at the top of their game and going playoffs constantly and titles? Every season they would start off. The Spurs, you know, get their wheels going and they, they take off and they get going. And then in that process, you would see other teams that at that time were not projected to be good uh, teams and they have this hot, hot start and then they'll just come back down to earth. The Hawks are perhaps the biggest uh, example of that you know uh, before mm-hmm. trey young's uh, arrival they were always start up hot and then they kind of settled down to that middle of a road team uh, I, I don't know where to go now because i feel like there's <laughs> going to be a point I, I feel like there's going to be a point again where pop is going to say the same thing we heard before the bubble started you know what we're not going to make the playoffs let's just see what we got with these kids i would not be surprised right. if we hear that again casey would you no, but I think that's why fans are pissed, though, man. I think that's why they're they're pissed because they're being told things, and they're not seeing it. They're being told that the focus is on the youth. Yeah, we'll get this guy, this young guy, burn. You know, we're, we're, we're gonna we're gonna make this season solely about development, just like it was the bubble. Well, where's has it really been consistently? Yeah, it's it's been there about half the time. But on some of these nights where you have Rudy Gay playing down mm-hmm. the stretch, and I'm one, I'm not I'm not one of these people. It seems like the fun thing to do is to pick on Rudy. I'm not one of those people. Yeah. But I, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to be blind to it. Uh, if Rudy Gay struggling down the stretch, why is he on the floor? If Patty mm-hmm. Mills is getting is getting torched defensively, why right. is he on the floor instead of Devin Vassell? Right. What 
it, it goes a couple of ways. It's easy. It's easy to say, yeah, we're going to be developing the young guys, but you also, if you're going to do that, you have to develop them. I feel like you have to develop them to see them what they are in times where it's essentially adversity stricken. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where, where they're, they're, they're not put in a position essentially to succeed. Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. With 18 amazing flavors, six new flavors, including cookies and cream, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, and the original flavors, which include peanut butter, banana bread, and mint brownie. You got a lot to select from. And they got some great new tasting just really awesome tasting protein bars i've had a chance to get myself a few boxes of them the churro puff is one of my favorites they got a marshmallow chocolate they got a coconut almond it is really good you're going to be enjoying all the products that built bar has for you you want to get yourself a box of those great tasting protein bars you want to go to builtbar.com right now by the way those uh, protein bars covered in 100 percent chocolate it's like eating the candy they are very very good when you go to BuiltBar.com, make sure to use promo code LOCK15 to get yourself 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football may be over, but you got the NBA, you got NHL, they're in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. And BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. Frankly, it's the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website right now or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and use promo code LOCKEDON. Where, how do they get out of that? How do, how do they dig themselves out? If the other team's on a, a, a 12-2 run <laughs> and the young guys are out there on the floor yeah. for it, leave mm-hmm. them in. Yeah. Leave them in. See how they get through. Because are they really worse? If the other option is a mismatched, a mismatched, mismatched. Excuse me, Patty Mills and a and a, a streaky but struggling at this particular night, Rudy Gay. Mm-hmm. Is that is that a better option? Yeah. No. Yeah. You. It, it's almost no. night and day. I mean, you can look at the season schedule. It's been broken up nicely for for all fans in in, in halves. One half, second half. In the first half, we saw a team that. No matter what the score was, if they were down in that fourth quarter, Casey, they would always come back. Remember that? Wasn't that that long right. ago? They they would come back. That's gone now. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. saw fresh legs out there. Well, Pop said they're fried. They're tired. You know, that's gone now. DeMar DeRozan, I think he also said it best too when he said after the loss to Cleveland, he goes, hey, you know what's, you know what? We're not even entering the hardest part of the second schedule yet. Second half schedule. Yep. He said that. And we're yep. about to start it uh, tomorrow against Denver because – this is just look. Just look at what they have in that second half. I mean, it's 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 incredible. And by the way, most of these games are going to be on the road, so yay! There's a positive right there. Congratulations. Yeah, but that's but that I mean, we're not being facetious here. It's serious. They've been they playing play, better when they're not. They here, play so, better yeah. away from San Antonio. So you got the Nuggets and the Nuggets in the back-to-back set. Okay, Denver, Denver. Then you go to Dallas, and Dallas has been playing great of late. You can't circle that Magic game in Orlando as a win because. Well, last it seems the Spurs played down to competition. Same thing for the Raptors. I can't see that. I would not be surprised if they go 0-5. Would not be shocked at all. Okay, so you think, okay, five games, uh, Rody is over. They come back home. Okay, well, then they host the Blazers. They Then they go all back on the road again. Remember that how they're going to be away from San Antonio more often than not? Mm-hmm. They go Phoenix, Indiana on the road. Then they come back and they host the Heat. 
That's just that's a tough three. That's a tough. Well, another reason that one's tough too is because that's a lot of funky travel there. Right. The because you're going way them. over, yeah. way up. Yeah. That, so that, yep. that's something to keep in mind too. That's a pain in the ass of a, yeah. of a couple of days. Yeah. I'm sorry. They, continue. You know, and they still have a date with Brooklyn and Lamarcus Aldridge, and that's still on the schedule. So it's it's going to be rough. So hopefully the Spurs. That one's here. That one's here or there. It's in Brooklyn. I think okay. it's Brooklyn. Let me just double check that. Yeah, they're yeah they because they missed their New York trip, so they got to make it up. That's right. That's yeah, right. They yeah they, they, their New York trip would have been done by now, but that's when they got hit with the right. virus. So, um, so they yeah play the Nets and the Knicks in New York, um, on back to back nights, May twelfth and May thirteenth. Neither of those are easy, and neither, neither of them are, are going to be easy. Um, and you know LMA is going to be up for that game. And mm-hmm. um, you know his teammates are going to want to get him And you know quick, his teammates are note. Harden and Durant and Irving. Quick side, real quick side note. I'll let you get back to the schedule. I don't know if you saw a couple nights ago. I think it was it was when the Nets Nets lost to the Bulls. I think not the Knicks game. Um, the Nets lost to the Bulls. People were pissed because Nick Claxton, their big guy there, has actually been playing really well. And Aldridge that particular night played twenty six minutes, and Claxton played eight. And so there's a portion of Spurs Twitter was just like, well, have fun with it, guys. <laughs> have fun with it. Well, but anyways, I'm sorry. Go, no, go no, 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 it's schedule. fine. Right. I, I think we needed some sort of levity in this this yeah. funky episode. But no, I, I think we've said enough. I, I think we know the Spurs are just in a, in a nutshell. They're in a rut. And right. you know, all teams go through this. I look at the Lakers. You know, they went through it. Um, this they, this they, feels they get, different. But yeah, but, but this one does feel different. different. This one feels like they look. I, I don't think I ever seen Popovich really deflated like that after the loss to Cleveland. It, and, and and usually, yeah, after it, losses it feels... in the past, he was very fired up, short, you know, very, you know, I'm not taking any BS from you, media. At least he was honest. He was open and honest. And right. Said, yeah, they're fried. They're, they're, and he it's just not like, like yeah. Whew. It's it's not like it's a uh, right exactly. It's not like it's a. Uh, with a lot of these losses that they've had where the, the overriding sentiment is with him, at least talking to the media is, is he's pissed off right? because that's been the classic thing. You don't want to talk to him after a tough, after a tough loss, yeah. but now it's just kind of like some middle ground between content and sad. I don't want to say sad because that might be too strong, but just kind of content and, mm-hmm. you know, like it, it, it kind of like it is what it is, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, is content and, and accepting to, or is that too too much of and, a and, and, there? And, and by the way, kudos to him because you know, for as bad as the season has been of late, you, you know, when he does his post media session, I granted they're very very controlled, unlike in in person, uh, but he, he hasn't really lashed out as he has no. in the past. He really hasn't. What's he, well, what's he going to do? Yell at a computer? Right, yeah. He's gonna look true. like, a, like the weirdo. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's gonna I look mean, like gonna Grandpa Simpson. Only, old right, man yells yeah, at clouds. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's just him uh, and the PR guy, one of the three PR guys in the yeah. room. It's gonna be the weirdo if he's yelling, but, he's yelling at a Zoom on the laptop. But and they that we're we're encouraged to put on our video cameras to see faces. I don't. I, I turn it off. I don't want nobody looking inside my place. You know. Right. Um, yeah. But. Um, but kudos to him for his for his rough season. He's really ha- he, he's trying to put a positive spin. He's trying to be positive, and I give him a big applause for that. Uh, I mean, he he popped popped me once, but I mean it was you know minor compared to what he probably could have done. 
in a season like this. But uh, nevertheless, it's uh, it's going to be interesting how this team uh, rounds out its uh, the schedule. It's it's we went through just some of the teams they have to face. It's going to be rough. They still got a good handful left of uh, back-to-back games they don't play well on. So zip up, put on your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And uh, you just hope they come out of it. I mean, do, you, do we really want the playing tournament? I mean, that even if they win that tournament, that's a date with the uh, with Phoenix or Utah or, or 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 both LA teams. One of them. I mean, they really want. I mean, I know money wise, it, it helps. You know, they make the playoffs, they get a portion of money, and financially, they need the help right now. I get that, but geez. I think it just kind of is what it is. Yeah, I think at I'm this at that point, point, it now. it yeah. is what it is, and they are what they are. And if it's a matter of they get into the playoff tournament because they built such a healthy, for lack of a better term, padding in the first half of the season that at this point of the year, they can afford a little bit of a fallback in order to make that play in tourney. So be it. I mean, you would rather be doing that than trying to work overtime to get into the play in tournament. Right. But I think because we saw the, the, in that first half of the year, the success that they had, it's just kind of, it's just kind of deflating. It's just kind of like, eh, whatever. Yeah. It, 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 it's, it's just, I don't want to say disappointment, but just kind of disappointment. But hey, again, again, this goes back to that magic word that we've been saying the entire year is that, or phrase is that this is a, a year of development. development and that's what yeah. it is. And we got to ride it out for the highs and the lows. But the only problem is that when the highs are so defined on one side and the lows are so defined <laughs> on the other side, literally essentially black and white with a break right in the middle. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's hard. It, but it, it is. It's this, Right. If this ultimately turns into a season where they win uh, 35 games, 34 games, right around the mark where a lot of people expected them, theoretically, that kind of is what we thought they'd be, that 500 to slightly below 500 team, which right now is if, if you if you talk to me and ask me what it'll be right now, that's probably what I, I expect. Yeah. 34 35 wins and and either that they get into the playoff spot as the or the playing game as a nine or a ten or they don't make it at all man it's kind of they, what they are what they are yeah it is what it is and i think i think spurs fans for their own sanity maybe should just have that view you just say hey look yeah. this team is it is what it is if they win great if they lose okay fine it is great well i still contend too that you know, we'll, we'll look back at the season and be thankful that these young guys went through this season to learn as much they can on the job training, as pop says. And I think it'll help them moving forward. Maybe help this team to see how well they develop next season and say, you know what, time to flip some of these assets, who knows, you know, and I also think on this off season, the team is on the clock with the amount of money they're going to have a good draft spot again. I, I think uh, we'll see what this team is going to do. And if things play out and all the vets leave, yeah, even Patty Mills, if the Spurs really go forward with this youth move, if they if they move pass up on Patty, not resign him, I'll be, wow, this team is really committed to getting these young guys going, for <laughs> them to go that route. But um, I think they're on the clock big time this offseason, and we'll see what mm-hmm. they do. But we're done venting. We want to hear from you. Do you want to put your chapter in the burn book? We want to hear from you. 
Casey, um, I, I'm pretty sure you're, you're not going to be talking about this on Vieira's and SA or, or me, maybe. I don't know if your wife. Will no, you. no, no, we're not. But we do have an episode, new episode coming out tomorrow. Okay. Um, cool. So be sure to come back for that. Yep. And again, that's on YouTube, right? Only on YouTube? Or yes, on sir. Only, okay, on only, YouTube. On, only on YouTube. Haven't gotten again. picked up. Yeah, haven't gotten it picked up by E yet. We're still working on that. So one day, one day. <laughs> I, by the way, yeah, I, right. I, I heard a rumor that you were uh, you were passed up uh, to take up the shield for Captain America. You passed the. You turned the roll down. Yeah, for the new yeah. one. For, yeah. What, what's the? Yeah, yeah. John I haven't Walker. watched it yet. I don't have. Di- yeah, I don't have Disney Plus, but I heard. It's, I heard it's all right. Right. It's it's pretty good. Yeah. The the. Yeah. Everybody's loving to hate Cap right now. Well, when you see, yeah. you'll find it. You'll see why. Um, yeah, but I mean, it, that's a tough spot. Yeah, know? it's a tough spot, man. How you? It's Evans. Evans. I mean, he was yeah. he was fantastic in that yeah. spot. That's that's a that's a no win situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But um, hey. but yeah, go, go on YouTube and uh, search uh, Viers and SA. Subscribe right now. Casey and his lovely wife give you all the ins and outs, ups and downs, what's going on in their world in San Antonio. And uh, follow Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieira because he's lighting up the Spurs fan base daily now. I, I'm watching you, Casey. I see what you're doing. Um, <laughs> I like to conversate, man. I like I like I like to talk, converse, conversate. I always mess that up. It's converse, aka right? That's throwing the fire on the throwing gasoline on the fire. I, I know what you're doing. I like to promote dialogue. Okay, and if well, we you can do see- it in a fun and respectful fashion. I'm all for it. If you want to see the respectful dialogue, gasoline on the fire. <laughs> make sure to follow uh, just Casey. like anyways. <laughs> Casey on Twitter at Casey underscore Vieras for me. Uh, make sure to subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcast. And yeah, we want to hear from you. What what are your thoughts on the nine game homestand? I'm pretty sure you have a few choice words, but if you see anything positive, anything that maybe we have missed, let us know right now because we we gotta we gotta have some sort of positivity. The season's not over, not by a long shot. But if you also need to get your sports news in under 20 minutes, well, we got the Locked On Today podcast. It updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So for Casey Vieira, I'm Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked On Spurs.